Welcome to another episode of the Fearless Launching Show. I am your host, Anne Samoylov, and welcome again this week. We are talking about summer and summer in your business, summer if you're a mom, summer if you know that you generally don't like to do quite as much work during the summer. But if you've got a business and you know you want it to keep moving and you want to still making be still making money, then this episode is for you today. Today, I am going to be sharing the five strategies to enjoying summer and still being productive if you're a solopreneur. And when I say productive, I don't mean just, you know, keeping up the status quo or doing those things that we know we have to do in our business, um, whatever they might be, but it's really still taking on the idea that we can grow, that we can have some good revenue in our business pockets and that we're not going to go crazy or feel guilty if we're not working in the same way we do the rest of the year. So I'm going to go through these pieces bit by bit, and these are just what I'm doing. Honestly, they're just what I'm doing to ensure that I don't go crazy this summer. And this episode is especially for you if you're a mom and you've all of a sudden got a kiddo or a few kiddos home um, more full-time during the summer. Now, for me, that means one kiddo, and I know a lot of people have two or three, and so that presents a bunch of different challenges. But what I have to say about even just having one is that you, well, you have to pay more attention because it's not like they can go off and play with another kid. And you don't necessarily want to just drop them off at random camps during the summer just so that they can get out of, in quotes, your hair. So I'm really focused on making this a great summer, not only just for my daughter, but for myself as well. And to enjoy the visits that we'll have from friends and family that will likely come and see us at some point. And so that we can go out and do things and I can actually take some summertime myself. So the number one thing that I'm going to talk about is staying consistent. So yes, summer is a time when it's easy to let things slide. And I am the first to let things slide. This episode is not being recorded months in advance. So I know that I'm already at the last minute and you might be too. And if that is the case, you know, it's important to think about what is going to be your new summer consistent. What does consistent in the summer mean? Can you run your blog, your podcast, or any of your regular content as a season so that maybe you can, during the summer, you can take time off, kind of like you TV shows do? Is there any way you can repurpose content or celebrate past content during the summer? I know content is a big piece of the puzzle when it comes to, oh, I don't know, when it comes to doing any sort of business online. Even if you're off, even if you have an offline business, there's a certain amount of web stuff and presence and social media and all that stuff that you might be doing. And I'm specifically talking to you though, if you have a, a big component of your business is content. So 
for me, I am considering running my making my podcast. There's there's a few different reasons why I would do that with my podcast and with this show. And one of them is that I feel like I need to close a chapter and then open it back up, um, kind of reconfigure, use the summer as a way to reconfigure things. And and so I will be doing that during the month of August specifically. I may do a little bit of it during July, but during August for sure is also is going to be kind of like the show's hiatus before we kick off a new season in September. Um, so another piece of staying consistent is asking yourself, what will be the most difficult to stay consistent with and how can it shift? How can, if you know that you're going to have a hard time writing, let's say the blog post, we're going to go back to the content because this is really where things get a little bit dicey is all of those regular tasks that we think are so important for the running of our business. Now, is there a way that A, you can do some, like like I just mentioned, some repurposing? If you listen to a past episode with my dear friend, Bridget Lyons, you'll know that she is a full-on believer in repurposing content, and she's got some great tips for that. So I'm going to put the link to her site below because I, I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure it's a free resource you can grab. But this is one of those things that we often forget. How much can we repurpose? Can we repurpose in a way that basically lowers our workload without just straight up republishing a post? So there, is, there are some tricks to that and there are some tips that you definitely can find around. I also want to say look at Boost Blog Traffic. I'm gonna I'm gonna look for what that URL is. Um, John Morrow is great about talking about blogging, and he's he creates some stellar content. But I would bet you that he doesn't lose sight of all that he's already created and finds ways to work it in even during the normal year. And then also the final thing I want to say about staying consistent is: Can you decide that summer? Can you just make that decision? Summer is a separate scheduled time. And can we, can we start like a ritual for ourselves, like in the summer, this is what's going to happen and get people ready for it. Um, maybe even think about this in terms of what you're going to do during other times during the year when you may, maybe another time during the year makes more sense for you to have this in quotes summer schedule. I mean, it doesn't have to be June when you're listening to this to then decide, you know what? I need to do a hard reset on my business. I need to focus on this upcoming launch for the next two months. The content is going to be this bam. Um, so decide on that new schedule for yourself and then stay consistent to that. The next, the next strategy in enjoying summer is, is actually one that, well, it's, it's one that I have to say that I haven't been very good at, but recently I finally kind of pulled all my tools together and did this. So consolidate all your tools so they are accessible everywhere. And this might this might seem like a silly thing to do, but ask yourself if all the main tools you use for content creation, for checking your stats, for maybe sending emails, for scheduling social media, for whatever, checking to checking your balance in your in your bank account, are all those tools available on all your mobile devices? Because you don't want to have to take your laptop, your desktop, everywhere you go. 
What's great is now I just pop my iPad in my in my bag. I pop my phone in my bag and I know I have everything. I finally have access to Dropbox. I made sure that, that now I have the separate apps for Google Docs and Google Sheets that I can edit, which is huge. I do have Infusionsoft's app, but I honestly just don't normally use it. But I could. I could use it even on the iPad Air. I know that. So make sure that those main tools that you use, Asana is even on there, Trello's even on there. Make sure that they're there for you. And I think even Rescue Time has an app that you can use on your mobile devices. But consolidating those tools is going to be a huge, huge bonus for you if you are out running around and you don't have to worry, you know what, I took my kid camping, but it's okay because I have my phone, I can still post to my Instagram account and this will be great. And not to say that you should be be working all the time or available all the time to your business, but you know... The truth is, is that if you're a solopreneur, you you honestly probably can't just leave your business to float on its own. If you have no other people working with you, you do want to have these. So make it easy on yourself and stop this audio right now and just make sure that the main things you use are indeed accessible on all your devices. They weren't for me. And honestly, I think that's why I almost checked into the Evernote group (laughs) of people because I was getting so tired of trying to log into my Google Mail or my Google accounts. And I'm thinking, why don't you just have them set up, Anne? Um, Yeah. The next thing I want to suggest is that you create some work time for yourself. So granted, I, I want to, I know that if you're, a, again, if you're a mom or if other people are depending on you for various things or you just don't know who's going to stay home on a given day, it's hard to create a work schedule for yourself. But it is important to at least create shifts during the day where you're like, okay, um, here are the three hour blocks that I potentially will work during the day. And at the beginning of every day, you can just decide which of the blocks you're going to work in. Um, This is what I'm doing because I do want to spend a lot of time with my daughter this summer and actually enjoy it without worrying about work. So one of my – so here are my shifts that I'm looking at. 6 to 9 a.m. I know it's crazy, but my cat wakes me up at 5.30 anyway. So I'm like, well, maybe I should just deal with my work then. 10 to 1 two to five, seven to 10. And in theory, I could choose to work before and after the day, the day during the summer. I could choose to be like, you know what? I'm just going to get up at six to nine, go to my boot camp, come back. And then the day will start with Mila. Or I'm going to start to start working. It's from seven to 10 now, three nights a week, because that's the time that I have. So what I would say is to choose at least one shift a day minimum. And if you can find another one that you can jump into, awesome. So look at them as shifts and give yourself a tentative work schedule. Try each of the times out. I mean, I can tell you right now that the diciest time for me is going to be 10 to 1 and 2 to 5. So those are going to be the iffy spots where, you know, I do for the first couple of weeks of summer have calls with my fearless launching members. I have calls at one and two o'clock. I have calls at 11 with my coaching clients and, 
you know, so it's going to happen that those hours in general are going to be my iffy times. So I know that I'm either going to have to, A, choose a bookend part of the day to work or I'm not going to work at all. Um, And I'm going to work in a focused manner. So be realistic though. Take time off when you need it, but give yourself those three-hour shifts to choose from. And maybe they're different from you. Maybe they're seven to 10. Maybe they're, maybe they're different times during the day. But try to come up with like five shifts during the day that you might potentially work in or four shifts. And then, then choose like one or two that you can probably float into. Um, you know, take time off, like I said, when you need it. But if you need more time, which, hello. Who wants to work in the summer? Let's be honest. No one wants to work in the summer. It's been programmed into us since we were children. That's why summer is so tough. Even if you have, even if you don't have kids, you just want to be outside or you want to be meeting up with friends or whatever. That is that. Give yourself a work schedule. Number four, instead of, okay, so I talk about your top three for the week. I always have people actually picking their top five, but Instead of your top three for the day, so it's top five for the week, top three for the day, but instead of all that, just give yourself three big things to work on for the summer, maybe even two. Put the other two, you know, even if just, you just want one thing, that would be great, but try to, to decrease the number of big things that you have to accomplish during the summer and really spend your time focused on one or two important things. Put the other two, if you've, if you chose one or two, put the other one on your list, but focus on the one thing. This is actually some, a new way I'm really trying to push myself. And that is to focus on one thing at a time. I am generally jumping around and that's the nature of being a project manager. If that's your role on a launch or whatever, or if you're a producer, you need to kind of be able to see all of the things that are going on in a business or with someone, but it really damages your productivity by not doing just one thing at a time and focusing on it for specific amount of time before you move on to something else. So the book, The One Thing, is so insanely helpful in getting this concept into my head. Uh, I highly recommend it. Go check it out. John Lee Dumas and Kate Erickson from Entrepreneur on Fire recommended it to me. Also related to kind of figuring out what these three big things are, Think about events maybe that can keep you accountable and still have you taking action, but are semi-standalone. I've got July, I've got an Instagram challenge that I'm putting out. So if you're not on Instagram, go over there now and look for me at and Samoy Love. You, if you don't know the spelling, just look at your phone or look at your website, wherever you are right now, and then go to Instagram and type that in on your iPhone or you can probably even check me out even on – if you go to the Instagram kind of web viewer, so even if you don't have Instagram. I'm also going to be doing a webinar for the members of the programs that we have and that's really just a master class for them. I've also got a plan for one one type of launch to kind of get it moving, get it working and it's not a public launch really. It's a smaller launch but you might hear about it. So though that's kind of it for me. I mean, there's some other projects that I'm not as hands-on that will be happening in my business, but other people are doing those. So that is that's what I'm doing. So instead of your top 3 or your top 5, 
stretch that out over time and think of the three big things you want to focus on for the summer. And then each week, instead of doing those top five, choose one thing you're going to work on each week and be really conscious of, of splitting up your time. And, you know, that leads me right into strategy number five, which is revenue first. So uh, let's face it, it feels like summer is the downtime when people aren't buying, uh, aren't aren't taking advantage of offers. We've been we've been told maybe somewhere that we shouldn't launch in the summer. Sometimes that's true, but the real truth is this. Sometimes you're not making money because you're not making any offers. So aim to create very simple offers throughout the whole summer. And I I say this not to say that you have to launch 3 times during the summer because they don't all have to be your offers. Practice promoting somebody else's webinar, practice promoting somebody else's Instagram challenge like mine. You know, share that with your list. Share share other way other things you can get people involved in. Because the honest truth about getting people used to taking action is that even if they're taking action on something that's not yours, the psychological act of you saying, "Hey, do this," and then then them doing that kind of teaches them what it feels kind of like un- subconsciously it teaches them how to take action for you so even if they're clicking a link and attending somebody else's webinar or even if they're sharing something on social media or even if they're commenting on something that has not that is somebody else's offer again or an affiliate offer or maybe it is your offer each time they respond by clicking, commenting, or any other thing, they're learning how to be eventually be your customers. Um, so think about three different things you can offer during the summer. Like what are you going to offer? What are you going to tell people about? Not even offer. What are you going to tell people about in Ju- July? What are you going to tell people about in August? And that's pretty much it. Or for the rest of June, you can pick another one. In addition to these other offers that aren't necessarily yours, of course you can offer something you yourself are offering, but you don't have to do it in a big fanfare way, especially if you're not already getting ready to do it. Uh, if, if it's in June and you want to launch something in July, I would say don't because you may not be working on it yet. If you've been working on it for a couple of months and you feel pretty confident that you're going to reach your goal of, of getting everything ready, then do it for sure. Don't hold back. Some of those things for a more fun offer, maybe something that you wouldn't normally offer any other time during the year. Here's some examples from my own business. One, I'm going to be consulting on a launch for an app-related product, an app product actually. Um, That sounded weird, but for an app. (laughs) And I'm going to be co-hosting a doTERRA oils party with a fellow entrepreneur because I'm an oils addict. That's not my business. You know, that's not my normal business. And I'm going to be opening a few one-on-one coaching spots later in the summer. Those are my offers. Bam, done. Plus I do have like, those are, those are the ones that really are me doing like one thing, like emailing out about it or sharing something on social media. So they don't really require a ton of setup from me. But I do want you to think about focusing your time and energy on things that are going to be 
potentially bringing in revenue. So when you're choosing your three things, for me, the reason I chose my webinar to my members is because I want to continue to give them value so that perhaps one of these other offers that I make during the summer, they will want. Perhaps they'll see the value in that. And for the Instagram challenge, well, those will likely be people, a mix of people who are already customers and who are not. And for the people who are not, maybe that will convince them that they do want to work with me. And the smaller launch really is just the more evergreen launch that I'm working on kind of behind the scenes to get running and to get working right. Um, And those are all related to my revenue. And one other thing we're working on, well, I'm not going to be physically working on it myself, but we'll be opening up a a shop on my site, which is totally new. It's not going to be just a page with all my products. It's going to be an actual real shop. So I'm very excited about that. Um, So let's review the five things you can do today to make sure your business survives the summer without you getting mad that you have to work and without you missing all the sun and, you know, and swimming and all that. So, because I want to see images on your Instagram, on your Facebook. I want to see I want to see stuff that shows me that you enjoyed the summer too. I don't want to I don't want to think about you being trapped behind your computer. So, number 1, consistency. You decide what that means, you decide what matters, but stick to whatever you decide. It can be different from the rest of the year. Number 2, get your tools in order. Enough said. Number three, pick your work shifts. So remember, define what those work shifts are during the day for you, like literally eight to 12, blah, 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 whatever they are. And they should be three to four hour blocks, whatever's good for you. If you can only work in two hour blocks, well, there are your shifts. You just have to decide what times of the day those shifts happen and pick one or two to work during the day. Uh, number four, pick a top three for the summer and focus on just choosing less to do. So pick one main thing you're going to focus on each week. Pick three big projects or big things you're going to work on over the summer. And guess what? You can pick two if you want, if that makes more sense. So there's no rules here. Uh, number five, when you're choosing those top three things, when you're choosing your main thing you're focused on for a week, Think of your revenue first. That's what people think goes south during the summer. But the truth is it's only going south because you're not offering something. And I think it's, um, I think it's not fun <laughs> to wait, to wait until September to just all of a sudden be like, okay, now I can do my, I can work on my business again. Kids are not. And sometimes people do that because they think that they have to. Okay, so let's close up the show, and I I do wanna do wanna invite you to to partake in my summer challenge that'll be over on Instagram, and I think most of you can, and I will be I will be sharing all those images as well in the Facebook group. So here's what you can do right now: you can first of all join the Fearless Launching Lounge. Make sure you're joining the lounge because that's where. That's the free group. That's the free community that's growing there. And that's where you'll find out when the challenge is going to go live. I'm not going to be doing any email for the challenge. It's going to be a social media only challenge. And then if you are on Instagram, go over and check me out on Instagram. Go check it out. 
at Anne Samoylov. And that is my username. So go to Instagram.com forward slash Anne Samoylov. And don't struggle alone this summer. If you need help staying staying accountable, knowing that you're taking at least a little bit of action every day, getting some, getting a shoulder to cry on when you don't get the time you need to work, or perhaps just getting the courage to just to keep moving, even when you feel like everybody and their brother is visiting your house and you can't get anything done. You know what? We're here for you. I'm here for you. And I would love to see you join that challenge. It's going to be kind of like a biz camp. I, I'm not sure. You'll you'll find out very soon what it's called, and you'll you'll find out what's going to be involved in it and what you'll be able to do every single day, so that you're not you're not losing out on your business or you're not kind of ignoring your business during summer. I hope this was helpful today for you. For me, it has been quite a challenge thinking about what's going to happen this summer. The main thing for me is to be kind to myself, to enjoy the time with my with my daughter, but to enjoy the summer too because I tend to work way more than people think that I do and it's and way more than you would expect because um I love my business, but I also love summer and I love to have a life. So have a great rest of your week. Enjoy the weekend. And I will be back here next Thursday, keeping it going for now. And you'll find out when this season ends and what we're going to do instead. All right. If you're not over on iTunes or Stitcher, check those sites out. Look for the Fearless Launching Show. Subscribe. You can also click the links in the show notes below and you will be able to subscribe, review, rate, and Let's do this, people. All right? Take care and have a great one.